So what is the new Klein Family Hartford Crisis Center and what do you need to know about it? Let's find out with Pam Llewellyn, Regional Director for Behavioral Health, Outpatient and Social Work Services, and Dr. Richard Lewis, Regional Medical Director of Psychiatry and Behavioral Health. This is the Hero Podcast from UM Upper Chesapeake Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Pam, let's start with you. What is the Hartford Crisis Center and what is the background on it? So the Hartford Crisis Center really came about, um, the idea came about a couple of years ago when some community stakeholders and agencies got together, both public and private agencies, and talked about the deficits in behavioral health care in the region and what we could do as a community to come together and kind of solve some of these issues. So out of that several meetings came um, the idea of being able to offer our community uh, education and support Uh, resource navigation so that folks knew what to access, where, and how, um, and and a navigation tool that kept folks up to date with uh, up-and-coming agencies and programs and services, as well as a place where people could go, could physically go if they were in a behavioral health crisis, meaning any type of mental health or substance use crisis. So that's kind of the background of the project. Um, and then fast forward two years, we now have the Klein Family Hartford Crisis Center, which, uh, as we talk, hopefully you'll see, incorporates all of those elements. And many important services, too. So, Dr. Lewis, can you tell us the important dates that we should know about? The, uh, uh, our 24-7 call line and mobile crisis team are already open. Our uh, classic uh, behavioral health clinic with psychotherapy and medication management uh, also um, has uh, opened and is active. Uh, We are planning to uh, begin the walk-in urgent care um, uh, services on June 10th, uh, and hopefully with the crisis residential bed to follow shortly behind. And then Ashley Addiction Treatment will move in uh, to the facility later this summer. Well, it's an exciting time with these new openings. So, Pam, can you tell us exactly why this crisis center is needed? Well, that, there's several reasons why it's needed, but the primary one is we really wanted to be able to provide individuals who are experiencing crisis uh, an alternative to our hospitals and emergency departments for care. So if anyone has ever been in that sort of situation or if you have a loved one that, say, they have depression or anxiety or they're experiencing substance use um, they, you know, it's not very comfortable to be in an emergency department receiving care when you're next to somebody that's in a medical trauma and that sort of that sort of environment. It can it can actually exacerbate some of those symptoms. So, really, we wanted a space that was safe and comfortable, that was person centered, that provide provided kind of a therapeutic approach to care where where the folks that were there treating the individuals had a specialized focus um, to receive those services. And Dr. Lewis, can you tell us what services are offered? Uh, so at the Behavioral Health Crisis Center, we uh, have a 24-7 call line, uh, which uh, provides resources and care navigation uh, to anyone who calls uh, throughout the day. Uh, that is run by Affiliated Sunday and also uh, by Affiliated Sunday is the mobile crisis team, uh, which is a team of clinicians that can go out into the community and assess uh, people in their homes uh, in the schools, uh, providing resources wherever they're needed. After that, we've, uh, again, already opened the uh, classic behavioral health clinic with psychotherapy and medication management. 
we will soon open uh, the 24-7 uh, urgent care walk-in clinic, which is uh, the behavioral health version uh, of the, the ambulatory clinics that have uh, popped up throughout the area uh, in recent times. Uh, where someone can walk in, uh, again, uh, any day of the week at any time uh, to be assessed by clinicians uh, to uh, determine a diagnosis, uh, triage to the most next uh, appropriate um, uh, stage of care. And then uh, uh, shortly after, we'll open the crisis center residential beds, uh, which are short-term stay beds uh, for those um, guests who need additional time to stabilize, who need uh, some more acute treatment, but don't really require uh, the higher levels of care uh, in the hospital. Uh, and the final piece is uh, Ashley Addiction Treatment. Uh, it's a, a substance use treatment provider who's been in the, the area for many years. We now provide uh, outpatient services, and, and they will uh, move those services into this uh, building for a, a central location. Many, many services, and you can see how this is a important benefit to the community. So, Pam, can you tell us who does this serve? So all of the services offered in the center um, can serve any individual that is in need of care from uh, age five on up. Um, The services are focused on adults. Our residential crisis beds are adult only. However, the 24-7 call center, the mobile team, the walk-in urgent care can serve a child and adolescent as well. And Dr. Lewis, can you explain the problem that's trying to be solved with the emergency department population as well as talk about new referral patterns for the doctors? Uh, as uh, Pam was mentioning before, um, you know, we are, are really uh, trying to, um, in a population health effort, uh, find the most appropriate setting for all of our uh, patients and our, our guests. Uh, and we feel that the crisis center will be a much more uh, comforting, much more therapeutic place for our population of patients to go. Uh, again, it's difficult uh, if you've been in the emergency department recently. Uh, there are a variety of things going on at all times, and and for our patients in crisis, uh, that is generally not the most uh, therapeutic setting. So we we hope to move um, all of those uh, patients over here into the crisis center uh, uh, to be more uh, clinically effective. And then one of the big things that I think that we don't spend enough time talking about with the crisis center, that it's not just about crisis. Our hope for this center is that this it does become a behavioral health hub um, and a central uh, location for services, but also the front door for um, anyone who has uh, any type of behavioral health need. And so uh, eventually uh, these services will hopefully evolve to accept referrals uh, through primary care to be a resource for both uh, for uh, patients, for families, for providers, for hospitals. Uh, We want it to be more uh, than just uh, crisis focused. I like how you put that, the front door for anyone in need. And Pam, can you tell us about recruitment for the center? Sure. So um, we have a mix of staff here at the center. We have nursing staff, we have administrative staff, we have licensed behavioral health counselors. Um, and so we'll also have, from, from some of our community partners, we'll also have case management um, and individuals who will be here that can help link people with the state health insurance if that's needed. We'll also have a robust peer recovery team of professionals here. So we have a a good mix of individuals, a multidisciplinary approach to care, if you will. 
And so right now we are still recruiting for some nurses and office admins and as well as licensed behavioral health counselors and anyone who's interested can go on our website to apply. It's umuch.org backslash careers. Great information, Pam. And Dr. Lewis, can you wrap this up for us and talk about the reason behind the naming? Andy Klein uh, was uh, a member of the Upper Chesapeake Board for many years, uh, was a a leader in the community. uh, And uh, uh, after uh, many years of uh, philanthropy, um, he did pass an unfortunate motor vehicle accident recently. But prior to that passing, he was uh, a driving force for this uh, mission. He uh, was one of the main people who um, took this from an idea to a building and a, a, a meaningful service. He was one of the main leads in our fundraising efforts to really make this a reality. And in his passing, uh, his family continued in that uh, leading role and, and uh, with uh, great generosity and have uh, really made this happen for all of us. Interesting story, and sorry to hear of his passing. Well, Pam and Dr. Lewis, thank you so much for your time. This is the Hero Podcast from UM Upper Chesapeake Health, a podcast for internal communications. Check back for our next episode soon, and thanks for listening.